What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. What if kittens break a clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and if you can hear that quivering excitement in my voice, it's because I am joined for a very spooktacular guest from a very spooktacular podcast. I should stop saying that because it's also in the title of their show, which is Unspookable. And here is one of our hosts and voice actors from Unspookable, Elise Parisian. Hi! I love it. Elise Parisian is an artist, therapist, and host of Unspookable, a podcast for young people and the young at heart, interested in exploring the stories behind different spooks, legends, and lore. And Elise, I love your show. Thank you. Monsters have been so formative for me in mm. a million different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I learn from them and half of my characters are monsters. Do you have like a favorite monster or is it too Ooh. hard to say? I think I'm into werewolves, honestly, lately. You know, been thinking about them and I like that they can be two things and that they can shift between and yeah, get to embody multiple different personalities on a given day or month. How cool. Well, maybe we'll meet some were creatures in this story. We'll see. But Perhaps. in order to tell our story, we need to start with a question. And this is from a patron named Eliana. Hello, my name's Eliana, and I'm eight years old. And my wonderful question is, what if bananas took over the world? Wow. Oh, mm. delicious and mysterious yeah deliciously mysterious it's yes. a delicious mystery <laughs> and then we have one more question this is a call-in question from a listener named james hi my name is james and i'm eight years old and i really like ghosts and my what if question is what if ghosts were all around what if brother and were haunting everyone's houses thanks bye Mm. James, I ask myself this question all the time. I wasn't the first person to live in this house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to get meet some ghosts. And it does sound like we have a mystery on our hands. Mm. So hopefully, Elise, you can help us solve it today. I hope so. As we find out what if ghosts were all around and what if bananas take over the world. 
Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a story time podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With story time with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Fairlease president of What If World, and one of his foremost detectives, was very concerned. People all over What If World were calling the president's office because they basically call her for kind of all of their problems. But this one actually sounded kind of real. President Farrelise's office, I really need a secretary. Mrs. President, I have been walking to the store all day and I just keep slipping on bananas all day long. I don't know what to do. My knees are all scraped up and I'm just very hungry. Well, why don't you just eat the bananas then? I can't seem to grab them. They just slip out of my hands every time I try to grab it. It's like they're not really there. Strange. And Farrelise hung up on them. <laughs> because we needed to move on with the story. And Farrelise, I'm also slipping on banana peels. What do you mean also? Did you somehow hear that last person's conversation? Did, just stop picking apart the story. It's just that it's, 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 this problem's really gathering steam. You need to solve it right away. Okay, I need to get in a paranormal expert because there's something strangely magical about this. Fortunately, I know my old friend, Dr. Para, also known as incognita. Whoa, was that like a teleportation? How did you get here so fast? I just happened to have this magical potion that I throw down whenever I need to move quickly. <gasps> incognita, I'm so happy to see you because it appears that people all over What If World are slipping on some kind of banana, but it is perhaps ethereal or invisible. And mm. As a paranormal investigator, I thought maybe you could help us get to the bottom of it. Well, this does sound quite strange, but I do feel that with my area of expertise, I do have lots of training in in the mysterious and the invisible to our naked eye, but still existing. Did someone say mystery? <laughs> 
Alabaster Zero had burst into the what house. I really need to start locking that door. No, but somebody's a mystery, right? You know, it was through several walls. Maybe it was mysterious. Yeah. Uh, what's going on here? Who's this? Hi, I'm Incognita, and I'm here to help solve this mystery around these apparently ghostly bananas. Oh, Incognita. That's such a cool detective name. Thank you. You're welcome. But, but I'm kind of the one who solves the mysteries around here. I totally respect that, but I'm here to maybe offer some support, some additional expertise. Like, these kinds of mysteries require special knowledge and equipment that, you know, your average excellent detective just might not have access to. You were disarmingly kind, and it's very frustrating to me. Alabaster, even my magic doesn't quite understand what all these strange bananas are about. Have you gotten to the bottom of it yourself? Uh, uh, You know, I have so many leads that it's just, you know, I, I probably need to spend a few weeks or days or, you know, time on going to grit. And I'm going to be right back. Don't solve the mystery without me. And just like that, Alabaster ran out of the room. I'm sorry. Um, Detective's hero has been a little sensitive ever since I became president and we stopped working together so closely. Oh, no problem at all. I completely understand. This happens all the time. I show up in a place and I'm not invited by everybody. And then my special bells and whistles can sometimes make people a little jealous. I truly appreciate your help. And we have bigger problems to fry. Uh, to fry? Well, we're not really frying problems. It's just that I'm thinking of all these bananas. It's really making me hungry. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, listen, even as a flying fairy, I managed to slip on this floating banana peel-like thing that's right in the office, but I, I can't see it anymore. It's like it... How strange. Yes, exactly. What might you do? One thought that's coming to mind is maybe we can build a trap where we'll set up these detectors around your office or around these areas where the ghost bananas seem to be appearing the most. And when the ghost bananas enter the space... The alarms will go off, and then we can come in with our laser beams that will identify where they're sitting. Oh, I truly love when a solution involves laser beams. They're high-powered and and sometimes can even cook the bananas. They can cook things, and then we can eat caramelized bananas. Okay, well, let's get this set up, and then let's please go to dinner, because we'll just let the trap do its work. Great. Love it. And Dr. Para, a.k.a. Incognita, set up an elaborate and very laser-heavy ghost trap before they went off for a nice meal. And when they came back, the trap was crackling with hundreds of multicolored lasers. And therein, they saw... It's a banana. I don't know why I'm surprised. (laughs) Maybe, uh... Because now you can see it. Yes, exactly. Oh, wow. But it's not just a banana. It's the insides of a banana mm-hmm. and also a peel. Hmm. It's almost like the bananas have fallen out of their skin. Well, not fallen out. Taken out. <laughs> <gasps> taken out? Yes. By one hmm. who would not eat us. And thus we linger on in the afterlife. Ghost Banana, who was this? Do you remember who ate you or did not eat you in this way? 
I'm sorry, I don't actually have eyes, but I can promise you that they had hands, or at least feet that sort of work like hands because they were able to open me up and mm. then discard me so ruthlessly. Sounds to me like maybe we're going to have to interview some townspeople to see who is eating bananas like this. <laughs> and, but, and then the ghost detective who says to the regular detective, I forgot where this joke was going. Why are you here again? I'm here to ask you about your banana eating habits. Ah, yes. I can only eat the red bananas. Red bananas? Brand new news to me. I'll have to look for them at next time I'm at Trader Joe's. Bananas to me taste like my mother's cooking. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Where's Alabaster? Usually every time there's a mystery, he comes knocking on my door because I'm a monster. He thinks it's always me. Where is Alabaster? I don't know. We must ask someone else. Well, hello, it's, it's me, the werewolf. As in, you know, the wolf that tells you where you are and is an expert in geography. Yes, I've noticed a pattern on the map of all these different banana peels. Mm-hmm. Seems to be uh, the path that someone might take if they were wandering around aimlessly, feeling lost in their current position in life. Fascinating. Yeah, I'm a therapeutic geographer, really. What an incredible profession you have, Mr. Werewolf. Thank you, thank you very much. You know, that description of the map you're seeing almost sounds like someone we all know. <sighs> I wonder if Alabaster himself is feeling a little bit bummed out right now. I know he didn't like that I showed up with my laser beams. And he went out to solve the mystery. You know, he'll probably be checking in with to the what house soon with any discoveries he has made. So let's get mm. back there and you know, maybe our ghost banana can give us more details. Excellent. And back they rushed to the what house. But on their way back to the lobby, Incognita was bumped into by none other than... Oh, hi, Incognita. It's me, Mamma Jamma. I heard that you and Fair Release have been just wandering around and, and that you've been feeling very hungry because of all these ghost bananas. Yes, well, indeed, we've been feeling very hungry, Mamma Jamma. And we've got this exciting laser beam situation. We set a trap to find these mystery ghost bananas that made us very hungry. And so then, you know, we've come all full circle and I think we're getting close to helping all the people of What If World stop slipping. Well, I brought you a casserole because, you you know, you can't just go solving mysteries on an empty stomach. I love a casserole. Thank you so much. It's a little smushed and the bowl is cracked because I did slip several times on the way over here. So, you know, just maybe if you could get on that whole slipping thing, that would be great. Absolutely. And this casserole sounds like a perfect symbol of the times. So thank you. Oh, oh, enjoy. And as Mama Gemma handed over the casserole dish to Incognita, Wait! I've solved the mystery. What have you discovered, Alabaster? It's a ghost banana. Yes, thank you for that insight, Alabaster. Yep. What What have you <laughs> discovered about where these ghost bananas might be coming from? Well, the thing that they're slippery ghost bananas. So I had to get right mm. here. So mm. I figured once I got here and said that, that everything else would sort of click into place, mm. you know. Alabasta, how did you get into the what house? I'm 
positive I locked the doors this time because I'm just, I'm growing a little tired of these interruptions, you know? You've got to just text me first, right? What? No, I just went right through the door, obviously. Oh my goodness. Huh? Alabaster, wait, come stand in front of me. I need to try something. Uh, okay, sure. And I'm sticking my hand through you. Can you feel that? It feels a little tingly and, uh, oh my god, your, your hand is right through me. Yeah. Am I a ghost? I think you're a were-ghost. A were-ghost. Oh, that would make sense because my cat turned into a ghost and then bit me in ghost form, which I didn't know that was possible. The only other time I've ever encountered ghost contagion was when there was splitting of reality and the imaginary world. Uh. What were you doing on your walk, Alabaster, while you were out investigating? Oh, well, you know, all this talk about food was making me hungry. So, you know, I got one of these bananas everyone's been talking about. Mm-hmm. I've tried to eat them before. I just don't understand the hype. I mean, you take off the peel, you throw away the bone, and then what are you left with? Alabaster, that must be it. Uh-huh. I think I'm trying to understand. When you picture the bone in your head, what does it look like? Is it like kind of like a curved bone? I assume that's just because mm. it's a fruit. Mm. It's, it, yeah, it's a whitish cover. Very soft mm. bones. When you imagine this bone of the banana... That's the split in imagination and reality. Oh. Yes, Alabaster, the bone, that's the fruit of the banana. That's the part you're supposed to eat. Well, but it's filmy and it comes up on my fingers and I don't like it. Yeah, some people just don't like bananas. I kind of get it. So I think what we might need to do is figure out a way to reunite these bones with the peel. Oh. And if you always thought that was the bone and you never tried actually eating it, you know, maybe you would like it. If you keep the peel half on, then your finger doesn't have to touch the fruity part. (laughs) What? I mean, talk about imagination splitting with the reality. I don't even know what you're saying. (laughs) It's just a half-peeled banana. Let me draw you a diagram. And after several diagrams, and a few YouTube videos, (laughs) whoa. Mind blown. You know what? If this might solve the mystery once and for all, I will eat one of these bananas. Or at least try one bite. I can't promise I'll like it. Excellent. I appreciate your bravery. No problem. And Alabaster reached through the laser trap. Ah! Oh! Ah, that hurts a little bit. Probably should have turned this off first. Ah! Mm. 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 What do you think? That's pretty good. Yeah, bananas. Who would have thought? Alabaster, take one more bite. I think no. I see something happening. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, this is it. Mm-hmm. I just saw within the laser trap, two of the ghost bananas disappeared. Whoa. That's it, Alabaster. If we can get more people to eat more of these bananas, these ghost bananas, then that could get rid of them across all of What If World. It's going to take a lot of monsters and crazy weird creatures like me to do that. Incognita. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, I apologize. The way I flew off the handle when I first came in here, I love doing detective work with Fairlease, and I saw you and I felt threatened. And yes. <laughs> but anyway, 
Do you know some monsters? Because I know a few, and maybe if you know a few too. Before I discuss the monsters, I do want to say thank you for your apology. I appreciate it. And hopefully next time we can be collaborators. Oh. You clearly care very much for this town. Thank you, I do. I do happen to know an octopus who rides around on roller skates and will use the tentacles to eat. So perhaps we can get a gaggle of these octopuses on roller skates to quickly ride around town and aid it at once. Oh, wonderful. Hi, Incognita. Thanks for calling me. I just threw down one of my potions that makes me magically appear anywhere I want. So I'm gonna go eat some bananas. If you want to join, I brought extra roller skates. Let's do it. Let's eat some bananas. An incognita, Feralise, Alabaster Zero, and the roller skating octopus got together with many of their monstrous, crazy, creepy, weird friends. And you know what? Just anyone who was hungry for a ghost banana. Mm-hmm. And they went off and filled their tummies up until there wasn't a single spectral peel left. Another job well done. We're super duper. Um, I have to admit that I don't know everything. And some people are just going to be experts in things that I know nothing about. And we should be happy about that because those differences are valuable to all of us as a... (laughs) Anyway, sorry. My question is, (laughs) (laughs) am I stuck as a were-ghost forever? (gasps) Thank you for reminding me that you were still ghostly. So, I have this sparkling magenta laser beam. In order to use it, we have to pay it something. So you have to pay it with something that you appreciate about yourself. Well, I can really pull off dungaree. Is that something? Stunning. Dungaree are not the easiest to pull off. So now, step into the sparkling magenta and you will be transformed. So many lasers. Yeah, I feel like you've been just really wanting to use this laser machine for a while because it was already set up. I do. I just have to admit I love a laser. And thinking about what he valued of himself, Alabaster stepped through into the sparkling laser magenta machine and... Whoa. I'm whole again. See, I can't get my hand through you anymore. You're back. Yeah, that was a lot of poking, but it's okay. Who wants fried bananas? Me. Me. The end. All right. At least we did it. Yay, we did it. (laughs) Hilarious. So so many bananas. (laughs) And I did not expect such a laser heavy episode. I, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, I had such a blast telling this story with you. Yes, it was so fun. I want to hear more about Unspookable and your role in the show so all the kids and families at home can find out. Yeah. So on Unspookable, we explore all different kinds of stories, myths, legends. So in the past, we've explored things like the Loch Ness Monster, Bloody Mary, Momo. And this season, we're looking at a lot of things like what does it mean for there to be a glitch in the Matrix? So all kinds of kind of spooky or confusing, sometimes scary stories. We want to help both us and you understand, like, where are these stories coming from? And do we need to be afraid? For me, it's like an approachable and not deeply unsettling Black Mirror. Yes. For grownups who may have seen that show. Yeah. Is there an episode that you or a character that you're particularly proud of? Or Yeah, I think one episode that I am very proud of is our Momo episode. And really anything that helps... 
think about media literacy and like what's going on on the internet. I love looking at what's going on. Why do we love it? And how can we be thoughtful about it? Gosh, I wish like media literacy were a required class now. <laughs> I know, I know. Fortunately, there are shows like Unspookable uh, where you can explore those ideas. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And they can find that, I'm sure, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, we're on Apple, Spotify. And if people want to find out more about you, Elise Parisian, where might they go? Yes, I'm a little bit elusive on the internet. But if you want to find out more about Unspookable and information about the show and all the people behind the show, at Unspookable Podcast on Instagram. And I believe it's the same handle on Twitter. Um, so come find us. Drop us a DM. And let us know if there's any spooks, legends you want to know about. We love listener requests. Yes, yes, yes. And I will put those links in the show notes as well, folks. Thank you. At least I think I've said it a dozen times already, but thank you so much. It's always insanely fun for me to do this show with someone like you who has just obviously a lot of kindness and creativity and passion for this work. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This was a total blast. And I look forward to hearing this episode and all that's to come for What If World. All right. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. If you've been enjoying What If World, please check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld for ad-free episodes, a better chance of getting your question answered, a shout-out on the show, and access to other great rewards. Zach here to shout out Leonard. He's seven years old, loves pandas, and sleeps with a giant panda and a red panda stuffy. And I, Cleopatra, am here to shout out Maria, who is ten years old and loves horses and cats, of course. Then there's Helena, age three. She loves me, JF Cat. As well as princess dresses. Finally, there is Timothy. They are seven years old from Melbourne, Australia. And they didn't mind who they got a shout out from. So they're getting me, Abacus Pre-Grumbler. Thank you, Timothy. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know there's someone out there who knows more than you about something. And that gives us a wonderful chance to grow and learn. And until we meet again, keep wondering.